0: Well, this is fun. The kickoff of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, the 19th year it's been in Missoula. I'm Coulter Nuanes. You most commonly know me from ESPN Radio, but this is more of a broad interview. You'll probably be able to find this on the podcast feed for the Big Sky Doc Fest. We'll be doing a variety of interviews here throughout the next 10 days, two weeks. Some can be found on my daily radio show. And others you can find either on the Trail 103.3 FM or on the Big Sky DocFest podcast feed. This is very exciting. One of my favorite events in Missoula is this DocFest. A lot of times we get to see the world debuts of movies, and we get to see that this year as well. This film we're talking about today, Being Michelle, it's a documentary about a woman who... Overcome a, a tremendous amount of adversity in her life. So I'm here now with May and Atten Mara, as well as Harold Fox and Mary Morrison. So this is very fun. Thanks so much for being here, guys. First of all, we'll start with you two, the Maras. What was the inspiration for this film? We'll start with you, May.
1: Sure. You know, uh, we met Michelle about three years ago, and um, we initially had met her guardian at that time, Kim Law. Um, and initially, you know, tin was there and had met her and started to learn about her life. There was a run; she ran away, um, some, you know, something had happened that upset her and she ran and that was kind of the first click. tin happened to be there with his camera and happened to follow her and, you know, it, was a, it took quite a few hours to find her. Um, but that was, a, and tin immediately connected with Michelle um, and, and following that we continued to unravel and, and you know learn the different layers of all the things she's experienced in life.
0: And th- those things Aten, uh she she's deaf, also has various disabilities. So tell us about sort of the, the entry point to this film and what you guys wanted to convey while making it because it seems like a, a challenging subject as well as a challenging film to make just in general.
2: Well the first of all you know like we are all here because of Michelle. Uh, the second thing, you know, uh, I was ra- born and raised in India in a small town, and I came here uh, 16 years ago. So the friend of mine who is also the EP on this film, uh, he, you know, he he told me about Mich- Mich- Kim basically and Michelle, but I never met Michelle. So I think the process of first thing for me was very shocking, and uh, 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 to hear that we live in this amazing country, and then. At the same time, there is a minorities, especially like deaf, uh, being a deaf, being treated in you know in a, such a horrible way, you know. So that was, I think, the one. Because we always choose the film that uh, leaves some sort of imprint for people, for society especially, to uh, also give a research work to make those changes, you know. I think this is the same thing, I feel like, uh, you know, Michelle's story is not only the story in the, within the deaf community, but we why we don't hear, why no one else talk about it. So I think the problem is with, uh, I believe in, in the improvements, society improves slowly, slowly, you know, it takes a time, it's not over an ideal, but if we don't talk about it, we don't discuss, we don't have a round table where people also are not hearing filmmakers, but Hearing the person who told the story because it's a, it's a big huge you know it's not easy to just come in front of the camera and tell what's happened to you. you need a lot of courage you know and I have great respect for Michelle and all the other Michelles out there they they open up and you know they want they don't think about themselves that's something makes Michelle stronger because despite whatever she went through in our life, she never give up. she's so strong she's stronger than all of us. And that's where my point is. If we have some leader like that in society, who was like I call a hidden treasure, that also believe, uh, also believe in hope for others. You know. So that's our hope is that we finish this one. We, you know, after this film is start going to different festival route, people will become part of this movement, and then the you know from politicians to you know local uh, uh, you know like all officials and other especially people wake up and do something you know not just watch and leave do something because i feel like that's where we're gonna improve the society and you know we will heal this nation
0: the most chilling line of the trailer you can find the trailer online is i know i'm not even sure the subject that says this but he, he says i can't imagine being incarcerated in the florida state penitentiary without being able to hear or speak and it seems unthinkable that this could even happen but yet this was the reality for this woman so uh, just take us through that without spoiling too much of the movie i mean just take us through that because that's sort of the entry point to this right this woman has been um, ba- battling and, and had all these challenges and then falls upon even harder times by being incarcerated
2: I think the problem is, you know, when uh, I feel like the people they get always the distracted by this and that. For me, uh, just you know, listening Michelle and giving her space. One thing I do feel like that the system totally failed her, you know, from the beginning. Sure. So it's not only what happened inside in the prison and what how she was treated, because uh, you have to also think about instead of blaming on someone if you just see, see the bigger picture, that there's no education, basically. Uh, the cops to, uh, you know, uh, the prison guard, they don't have any kind of training about how to communicate with deaf person. They don't understand the deaf culture. So if you don't have education, what how you shut someone down, because you are frustrated also, you don't know how to communicate, and you don't have any idea how to communicate. So that's, you know, that's not, that I think is one of the biggest reasons, but also as if you know, what's happening in 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 the courtrooms, basically. How the judge really impacts the society. You know, their decision, this one decision can make someone's life better or can destroy it. Because once you have one sentence is written on that paper, everyone else after that uh, just follows that, go back to the same thing. This is what was happening to her. She, you know, when I met her, you know, we read a lot of stuff that, you know, they're saying that she's criminal and this and that, but I never had anything. She's just the most beautiful, gentle person, and amazing artist. And same times, all she needs is is a space, respect, and also people hear her. That's I think the one of the biggest problem that I feel like when you can't. You know, the mic says all this too in the in the film, but the best way is to ignore. That's the way the system deal with things. Right. Instead of confront that and trying to come together uh, and solve this, you know, most of these laws and stuff is 200 year old, and we are living in 200 uh, 21st century. You know, what are you talking about? So I feel like that's my aunt, aunt. and and on the top of that, her language is the hand only. Yeah, but in Florida prison, they have this black box they put on you know on her that only. It's like someone put duct tape on your mouth and right. said, you know, same same exact, you know, same thing. So those were the one of the most I think some of the most shocking, you know, experience that we went through and it was very really hard for us to film. I think it was the hardest thing for me to film because first first, you know, it's the I'm as a team, we have to make a lot of decision. So the one scene I think we wanted to shoot it was uh we react and basically take her you know find someone else as actress don't show her face and show how the black box basically they can communicate if they have black box and i asked michelle i was like you know this is what we are thinking about bringing some actress and she will you know, going to perform that and michelle said no this is my story and i want to share the experience so she went personally and did and that was the hardest scene because towards the end her the the, the keys was not working so she was locked for almost hour and 45 minutes, yeah.
0: Big Sky Documentary Film Festival starts tomorrow here in Missoula. This film will debut its world premiere tomorrow as well. And this is amazing. I mean, we're sitting here watching Mary. Uh, she is an interpreter, and she is signing to Harold. And uh, unbelievable that she can do this so fluently. Uh, but... We'll take a minute for to let Harold answer. But Harold, what is your connection to this film, and and why do you think this is important as, as someone that's from a, a same the same community as uh, Michelle?
3: Well, really, the process that I became involved is a different project that I've worked on independently. R- RespectAbility is a group that I work with in California, and they picked me to discuss this with Michelle. They sent me a trailer of being Michelle. and. I thought it was a great opportunity for me to be involved in with my background of the knowledge that I had and again for me myself as a black deaf man you know we've I've had to go through so many different challenges because of my disability because of my color and all of the types of experiences I've made it through. In the world we see Michelle herself, her story and what she's gone through has left permanent scars, and that's the system's impression on her. So I want to encourage sharing it with the world. So you have to see it and hear it. You have to hear Michelle's story. And again, she's not the only one. There are a lot of other individuals like her that have had the similar experiences.
0: If you don't mind, can you share some of your uh, challenges that that you've had? Because I'm sure, like you say, there's been much adversity in your life as well, Harold.
3: Yeah, for example, one experience that I've had, I was homeless before. And at that time, I had a lot of struggles, struggles and crashes before I was able to work on my own way and out of that. So at that time, I was in my car, I was sleeping in my car, and a cop pulled up, and it just seemed like somebody was pounding on my door, my window, and it was really confusing. And I saw police shining lights at me, and I wanted to just take a nap in my car and the police had me in cuffs they said, oh no I know him, he works upstairs and so they left me alone but I was really lucky You know, that just demonstrates a need because I'm deaf and black and so what happened so quickly to me it's not the first time it's happened it's happened before that so it's really so many things that happen, black, deaf, with a disability. So there's so many people in the world and how the system is challenging to all of us.
0: Profound. May, who do you hope this film speaks to? Because it seems like this is a very important thing that could resonate with people that have a direct connection with the experience, but also very important for other people to understand uh, to sort of break down this barrier and and uh, realize that there's so much so much contribution that any and every person can make to society.
1: Absolutely, you know. Um, right now, we're you know connecting with um, we want we want everyone to watch this film, and all of us as fellow human beings have things that we can do in our own lives to you know, connect with and make society more accessible to everyone. And um, I think that it's endless in terms of how the systems in our country need to change and world. Um, But each of us, you know, one of my favorite quotes is by Joanna Macy, and she says, um, hope is a verb. And, you know, all of us need to enact hope daily and, um, you know, change, make changes to make the society what we what we need to see and what we need Was the appreciate?
0: most challenging part of making this film do you think? Hmm.
1: Goodness. Um the most challenging part is to um make sure that ourselves not being deaf that we are telling Michelle's story in a way that um Represents her experience, and represents the experience of the many, many, many other deaf disabled people who are dealing with what she's dealing with. Um, and so, to just to be doing that in a in a mindful way that um, allows the community to speak, I think that that's been for me. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, it's been challenging. It's also been a it's been a challenge that we've really loved to to step into because it's so important.
0: And Aten, there's so much emotion behind this, both for your own connection to this, but also um, because of the subject matter. I mean, if you are a compassionate person, this is an infuriating thing to sort of document. So how do you balance the emotion? Because obviously you want to have compassion. You want to have sympathy. You want to make a difference. But uh, with any piece of art or any piece of creation, being a steady hand is sort of essential, right? So how do you sort of balance all of that?
2: I think I think the most important part I feel like because you know in, in my past I worked with a lot of different filmmakers as a you know line producer and other this and that I think the I think one thing I learned through the experiences working for others that we just gotta have a patience a space and respect those three things are very important and we gave that to Michelle when I met her we moved in into the a small trailer I moved in the same property with her and I also showed her the as soon as she understood about the little bit filmmaking, uh, how you shoot and why you shoot and why you put together, she she become. I think she was more like a co-director. She was coming with all these things, and she was excited about. She understand why her story is so important and why people they want to hear her story because, you know, it's like one of the things she was traumatized that no one want, no one ever before this. You know, we turn on the camera sit down and ask her how she's doing. You know, right. I think that's the most powerful thing camera does, not us. We we are absorber, we are there to absorb her. But camera really helped her because it becomes her own mirror, yeah. Uh, and, you know, same times, yeah, it's a tough, uh, it's a really tough subject, you know. She was in the middle of the court case and she was traumatized. I don't want to reveal everything, but uh, part of the journey was very tough for us to film her because she will go on and off and, on in her trauma, uh, but I think overall, I think the teamwork is a dream work. Yeah, we worked as a team, and she was the leader of that team. You know, uh, we let her, you know, we listen to her, but we also let her dictate her own story. You know, so I think, and the, there was a lot of joy moment. You know, like a lot of um, the artwork, having a fun and love for how the animals and wildlife is crazy about her, that she will have grab any snakes without knowing that's poison and throw on you, you know, just for fun. <laughs> A bad. lizard, you know, or, or you know, she will just, the you know, um, when she laughs, she's just like, you know, full with, you know, like when she's in trauma, she's in trauma. When when she's in fun mood, she's in fun mood. That's the, her, you know, character. Is. And this is, I think, what happened to all of us when we were traumatized in our life, you know. So I feel like the you know the 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 the, the crew it played a huge role, and also we were able to train one of Kim's daughter to become sound sound girl. You know she was, and she's amazing now. She spent three years with her. She learned about her. So we wanted to keep the uh, the crew very minimum because we did you know yeah we didn't we wanted to uh, basically become family. You know. And I think that really played you know, a huge role in the process of this filmmaking.
0: And Harold, we'll end with you. What do you hope uh, people gain from this? Or what do you hope that they learn? And uh, what do you hope sort of this teaches the people that, that see this uh, when it debuts tomorrow night?
3: Really, the point is to share stories and to get that information out here that the system, the system can oppress all of us. And this young woman, for example, this one, Michelle right now, but we wanna get the me, the impression out there, we wanna get the word out there that we need to match individual needs with a good interpreter. A individual with autism and deaf, it takes a special kind of access, but we want to use this movie, Being Michelle, as a way to communicate that everyone deserves equal access throughout the system. We really hope that it teaches people and gives the understanding that equal access is critical to being a human being.
0: Wonderful. It's a very important movie. Tomorrow, Saturday at the Wilma, 7.30 p.m. You can see the world debut of Being Michelle, a documentary film, in part presented by Aten and Mae Mara and Harold Fox. Thanks so much for being here with us, guys. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thanks.